Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spouse Tales. I'm Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signo. And we're so glad you're here because... You can't make this stuff up. You absolutely cannot make this up. And um, we're really excited today. We're not going to spend as much time as we usually do kind of getting started and getting rolling because we have an amazing guest today, and you will know her. She's a superhero. Um, We have Deborah Englehart Nash with us. Yes, She's here with us, and we just spent the weekend with her at um, SCN Speaking and Consulting Network in Kansas City. And um, Deborah Englehart Nash is married to the amazing Dr. Ross Nash of the Nash Institute for Dental uh, Learning, and she teaches the dental business school there. She's also a very accomplished speaker. She's actually a speaker trainer igniter, and um, that says a whole lot. I can imagine that she does a lot of few fires. She is. Uh, she comes to us from Huntersville, North Carolina. For those of you who don't understand, that's close to Charlotte. And Deborah, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for asking. I'm very honored. Oh, you're welcome. Well, Kathy and I um, really, really enjoyed uh, the hospitality. We were both newbies this weekend to the organization that I know that you had um, a huge amount to help um, prepare and and get ready for this weekend for for everyone. And I know that you're heavily involved with that organization, heavily involved with the ADMC, um, which you, I think, were one of the founding members. And um, we're really glad that you you took time to be with us. I think that um, we're excited to have people who will want to learn from you. But before we get like really into a lot of other content, you know what I I was thinking about, um, Kathy and I were talking this weekend about what we know and what we learn about people who spend time on the road and um, you and I visited about it very briefly you know I think about people who listen to this and go oh I want to do that one day or you know they hear you and they're (laughs) at one of your programs and they want to do that one day you know what would you tell someone who wanted to be a speaker or trainer I mean what would you share that you'd do differently if you could do it if you could start over Uh, well I have I have often said this to people that um, if I had known I was going to live this long, <laughs> I would have taken much better care of my skin when I was younger. Because um, I grew up in California, so we baked ourselves, and we, we we actually not only baked ourselves, we basted ourselves because we sprayed on iodine and we sprayed on lemon juice and vinegar, so we would get you know, even uh, we 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 would burn even browner. Oh we, yeah craziness yeah and uh baby you know, oil back on this, man yeah I, would, I wish i would have taken better care of my skin i also think early in my career um i i um i burned um myself um, um far too much i would i would uh, be in a client's office on monday i'd be on the road from monday to thursday i'd get home so i would leave sunday mid-afternoon or sunday evening i would come home thursday afternoon thursday night probably because i'd be in a client's office all day thursday so i'd be get home late and started again on sunday so i really didn't have a weekend because 
all day Friday and Saturday, I was thinking about that I'd have to get back on the road on Sunday. In terms, I was single at the time. That was an interesting way to date. Sure. Um, <laughs> yes. That was, you know, that was sort of tough. Um, so I finally learned that um, I could set my own um, travel schedule. And I finally started telling clients that I did not travel on Sunday, that I would be happy to be in their office on Tuesday. Um, so, you know, I blocked myself and sure. said, I, I need, I mean, I need downtime. I need time to, to uh, regroup, um, recalibrate, wash my underwear. You know, um. <laughs> isn't, it, <laughs> so, isn't it interesting that you think about, um, I know, you know, Kathy's got some other questions and we kind of talked about, you know, deal makers and deal breakers and different things that we think about with, with uh, dental spouses, but isn't it interesting that you will go and you will talk to practices about how, you know, like cancellations and no shows and how they should own their schedule, right? And be in charge of it. Right. And you had a problem with it yourself. Well, I think, uh, especially, first of all, I was single and I, you know, I was um, responsible for my, my own um, financial well-being. So I think sometimes, um, and, and you may have a different take on it, but um, sometimes there's that whole um, attitude of, man, you know, make it while it's there. You know, mm -hmm. if a client wants you, you go because it may, you may not have a client next next month. You may sure. not have a client two months from now. So it was like, man, here's a client. They want you on a Monday. Man, you're on their Monday. It was amazing, though, when you, and I don't know if it's having more confidence, having um, just coming to a realization that I really don't have a life because it's all wrapped <laughs> up in travel. Sure. That you find when you say, here's how I do this. And they kind of say, Oh, I mean, it's, it's like, what my gosh, it's what we train doctors. Yeah. And we we, we train team members to say to patients, here's our protocol. Here's how we do this. Sure. There, here's what we have found that works for, for my clients. So it's kind of liberating. Know, oh, so and it's the, they say, oh, I, I, I get it. And I think the other thing, by the way, that and I only did it um, uh, very exclusively. Um, but for young consultants, when clients will tell you that you can stay with them so you don't have to have a hotel room, <laughs> thank them very much and check into the, the closest Marriott or Holiday and you can. Yeah. I would caution young consultants and actually old consultants do not, um, I mean, unless it's, the, uh, there will always be exceptions. I have a client in Michigan, and she's great, and she has a whole suite downstairs. Um, and Paul Hobbley used to stay there. You know, so I thought, well, Paul Hobbley can stay there. So can I. But um, I so when my clients say you can stay with me, um, I don't. I yeah. say I appreciate that. You need your time away from me, and I need my time away from you to gather my thoughts, to make my notes. Yeah. I've got calls I need to return. I need some downtime. What I in the beginning when I um, I did it like a very very few times, and I found you know first of all they take you to dinner and then they they attach this vacuum hose to your gut yep. and your brain and they suck you dry <laughs> all yeah, I'm night serious. long. It, it's crazy. Isn't it amazing how too when you become more protective of your schedule, you think you will lose clients, but in fact people respect you more for having those boundaries and it seems like more business comes your way. Yeah. yeah. And I, and again, I think it's, it's, it's how you word it. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of how you communicate. So I say, you know, doctor, 
you've been with me all day. I've been with you all day. This is, you know, we need time away from each other. You need time to gather your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have questions for me tomorrow that you wouldn't have an opportunity to process if I were there. And you would feel like you have to entertain me. So, you know, I mean, you need to take a break from me. Um, yeah. and, and I need to take a break from you. <laughs> That's really it. I, you know, with my speaking, um, I would, I get that some of them, like people that'll have me back for a study club and, you know, they'll say, okay, we're going to have you every other year. And, you know, they have you back and it's great and you develop a great relationship, but it's kind of funny because I was always like, if it's the night before I speak, I really, um, the introverted part of me needs that time. I mean, I, I generally will go to dinner because I do a lot of um, research the night before because I've generally been in the yeah. either the surgeon's practice or the specialist practice. And so I go back and start kind of tweaking on my material and doing some different things. But it's like, it's really hard. And it's that energy sucker thing. I mean, there I have friends that'll be, oh, I'm going to be at the meeting and you're speaking. So we can just room together. And and, and I can't accept the night before I speak. I'm, I, I cannot do that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah, just it doesn't work well yeah. for me. Yeah, and that just happened to me. I was doing a huge group, um, six offices in uh, South Carolina, and I was driving because it's only two hours away. And the doctor said, well, I want you to meet um, my my CFO, and, and I want you to meet my marketing director. And all of that made sense. Absolutely. We're happy to do that. And so we're all going to go to dinner together. And there was finally a time, and, and it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm getting ready to get up and speak to 70 people. Yeah. And and his all of his – and then I was doing a – a morning workshop with 70 and then I was doing an afternoon workshop with all of his directors of all of his six offices and their managers and I finally at, at 10 o'clock I said it, you, you're all welcome to stay thank you so much for this one this fabulous meal and the wonderful wonderful time we've had together your hospitality um, I need to be my best for you so yeah. I need to I need to go back to my room and put my hotel and prepare yeah. so yeah and I, I think if they realize I really am it's not that I'm antisocial and actually people who think they know me because I'm very um, outgoing. I'm very gregarious, but I, I, I need my alone time. Oh, I need yeah. my alone time to prepare and to I think. And sometimes I'll get an epiphany. Probably you do the, the same thing the night before a uh, presentation. I go, oh, my gosh, I need to add this material. I need to add this. That's I need exactly to change that happens. around. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I need that time. Yeah, it's and I tell them like probably a lot like you do. It's just like if my husband's going to do a really big surgery, you know what I know is he's thinking through that the whole night before. He's going through. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna lay this flap and then I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And and I appreciate yeah. that he thinks through that and he needs that space to be able to do that. We're no different, you know. It's like I'm picking that yeah. presentation apart. Yeah. You know, Deborah, on a little bit different vein here, um, what type of advice would you give those young dental spouses, since you are a dental spouse, about the do's and don'ts? What, you know, what do you bring at home? What mm -hmm. don't you bring at home? Those oh. kinds of things. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll talk about it in a couple of different ways, because I have some clients where the spouse, whether it be, uh, you know, she's the dentist, and, and I'm finding more and more of that. Aren't you finding that oh, to yeah. be true? She's mm -hmm. the yeah. dentist. And he's going to manage the practice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so one of my one of my first questions: Have you ever managed a dental practice before? Have you ever managed anything before? Do you have a background in business or accounting or human resources? And you know, he says, "Well, and you know, I've had some." Says, well, no, I'm an engineer. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> help me understand how those skills are going to transfer into this role. Because here's one of the things for brand, brand new practices, um, doc, even when they're buying an ex existing practice, but they're wanting to 
to ground themselves in that community or ground themselves in that practice, um, it might behoove that spouse to be out in the community. Right. Yeah. So that's what I, I think. Mean, an ex- yeah. An example. Um, I had a, um, a female uh, uh, nurse and she was working to come. She was going to quit nursing. They just moved to this town. She was going to quit nursing and come and manage her husband's practice. And I said, you know, I mean, is it? To, and oh, and here's the other thing. And of course, they think we're going to save money because I'm not going to have to pay her. Sure. So now, right. <laughs> yeah. So no. <laughs> first of all, if if your spouse, you need an income. You need pay. You need to be on payroll. You need to be right. payroll. First of all, not only you probably need the paycheck in your household, but also that's a false. Um, that's a false P and L. But that's a false labor cost because right. when that spouse is no longer there, you are going to have that cost. So, so you need to build the cost of someone who's going to be manager, managing or coordinating or whatever title you want to give them. But my, and in this particular situation, and I think this happens a lot, um, that I said you're in the you're in a new community. You're this is an established practice. You're getting you're wanting to get to know people. Wouldn't it think about what would happen if she went to work for the local hospital? What's she going to do when she's working in the local hospital That's right. and she's getting to know people at that hospital? She could be your best calling card being yeah. out in the community. Yeah. So yes. rather than both of you tucking yourselves into this little office, um, oftentimes I, I will say whether it be a female dentist, male spouse or a male dentist, female spouse, it might behoove you to have them have an outside um, career or an outside job because they might be your bell cow. Yeah that will drive people to the practice. So, and especially if they don't have any skill sets. Now I, I have a female dentist and her husband is her, her manager and he's perfect because he's got a background in marketing. He has a background in finance. I mean, he is amazing and it's a perfect fit for them. Um, so, you know, you, you have to ask yourself that question. Is this, is this going to be right for us? And is this going to be right for the family? And the other piece of advice is, Man, you just need to understand what your parameters are. I mean, Ross and I have been working together since 1994. And, you know, we are more likely to bring work home, but we never bring home to work. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. say yeah. that again. Say that again, because that may be the name we, of this. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. We, we might bring work home. And I'll tell you an interesting story when my daughter was six. We might bring work home and talk about work. Well, you know, pour a glass of wine or we talk about it. You know, we have um, uh, business meetings in the hot tub. You know, so we well, often, you know, what happened today? How did that go today? I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Ross had a horrible day yesterday. He, you know, he was just a not a good day um, here in veneer world. It just was. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he needs to talk about it. So it's not we're not going to say, oh, sorry, we're not going to talk about work today. But we have never brought any work. We never brought any home problems to work. Mm, so yeah. we 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 will take work home, but we don't bring home to work. That now, is so cool. Yeah, I love that. and we just um, and it's not that we are. Um, I mean, I mean, do we have little differences at home sometimes? Yeah, I mean, that's why the you know the whole little joke um, last weekend at SCN when I coined my little nickname for him. Mm-hmm. was over a little squabble we had at, at home that lasted all of about, I think, 37 seconds. But we just, you know, if we've got stuff going on personally at home, we don't need to infect our team with that. We don't need to infect our day with that. 
Um, we just don't. We just don't do it. We have a job to do when we get here. We both know it. Yeah. We, we rarely see each other throughout the day, but we don't, like, I don't walk by and give him a dirty look and he doesn't come in and we don't make snide remarks to one another if, you know, if we're ticked off about something stupid that happened, like, at home. But I'm, that doesn't mean that, that uh, we don't bring work home. I mean, think about this. People say, oh, well, you know, you should leave work at work and home at home. How do you... Uh, how, how do you separate that? Now, men do it probably easier because if you know, anybody listen to anybody, men are from Mars, women yeah. are from Venus. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, men think in boxes. That's sure. what we've determined. They think in file, like file cabinets. They can right. box things. That's why you can never ask a man to bring home milk when he's at work. He will not remember the milk because he's in the work file. He's yep. not in the home file sure right. but but women think in circles we think in bubbles i say it's like a and ball so, of wax everything's connected <laughs> yeah so so and i don't know how so i i don't think in files so yeah do we bring work home i will say um so i would boy i've really put through a lot of stuff in there first of all if you're a young husband wife or significant uh, significant others working together um and and the one significant other who's going to, to be um, in the business side of the practice, does he or she have a business background? Yeah. Does she or he have the, the appropriate background to be effective? Would it be more? And if they do, then pay them. If they don't, then maybe that they would be more effective out in the community being the bell cow for the practice, bringing, you know, yeah. becoming aware, becoming, um, having an opportunity for coworkers to learn about the practice and have a referral base and all kinds of things. So that's one piece. Um, so, you know, pay your, pay your spouse. I mean, um, I'm on retainer in my husband's practice. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm the consultant and I'm, I'm on a consulting retainer for his office. There's yeah. no way I'm going to come in here and, you know, and with my, and my time is, my time is valuable. And I think a right. spouse's time is valuable. So yeah. I think that's important. Um, okay, so, so let me ask a question. I'm sitting here looking at our yeah. time and I'm going, oh my God, we need to do a whole series on this because Kathy and I talk about this. It's like we, we, we open up something like this and it's like I feel like that we could do a literally like, um, you know, Deborah Englehart Nash's top three <laughs> boundaries. No, really and truly. Think about it. Like yeah. the top yeah. three, like, like that's the next thing. It's the top three boundaries you don't yeah. cross when you work with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the other, yeah, we could do a whole thing. Cause when the other, the other boundary I was saying, and I know, see, I can, I could, you know, you'd think I'd be sitting here with vodka in a sippy's cup. I could talk forever. <laughs> um, we knew this was going to happen. That's why we were so excited. I know. So. <laughs> I all, we, we, we do take a moratorium um, uh, at dinner. We do not. And it, it happened because when my daughter was six, she's now, she's almost 30 now. We were talking. It was obviously work-related. And my daughter at six years old raised her hands. And we looked at her and we said, you know, what is it, Sophie? And she said, how do I get in on this conversation? Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Sting. Yeah. And we said, okay, there's a wake up call. So even though she's far moved on and lives in New York now and, you know, she works in Manhattan, but we, we do take a moratorium. We don't talk. We don't, we enjoy a glass of wine. We enjoy dinner. We, that's our small talk time. Yeah. We may have talked about it while I'm preparing dinner. We may talk about it maybe um, after, but uh, dinner time, we don't talk work. 
It helps the digestion as well. Yeah, very, very oh, yeah. cool. Well, and I think, I don't know about you, Kathy, but I, I would like to like literally schedule this and tell our listeners that like look for this because I think this is something, you know, Deborah, I told you this weekend that Kathy and I talk about things that a lot of people don't talk about. I mean, we talk about like what's not pillow talk and there's some off-limit things. I mean, but but yeah. who's mentoring these young spouses? And I think that there's, I think there's a responsibility because like you said, so much of it has changed and there are so many things females now with males in the office and it's like I think we could do I think we could really do more good than we've been able to do in this short you know 20 minutes if we could just you know um, plan to kind of talk about those boundaries Kathy would that be absolutely. something you'd be up for oh absolutely you know absolutely. I, I hear Deborah talking about her single life and we talk about we had a life before wife yep like we had yep. careers we yep. were significant before we married our spouses in dentistry and that's important <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny because people will say um, they'll they'll assume that I do what I do because of Ross. That's and right. I have to remind them I had my own business since 1985. Ross and I married in 1995. I was doing what I was doing ten years before I even met him. Yeah. Thank yep. you very so much. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's the series is life before wife and what that looks like almost. I mean, not, life I mean, before, it's the boundaries. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that it's a big deal because I, you know, I sold my first business, a software company that I had in dentistry in uh, 92 maybe. And I married Chuck in 94. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I've been in dentistry a while. So, exactly. man, Deborah. I'm kissing you on the lips right now through this phone. I'm, I mean, I just am so jazzed to have you on. I think this has been amazing. Amazing. Will you come back? Absolutely. Anytime. Okay. Anytime. Yeah. Except, yeah. except, except dinner time. Yeah, yeah that's right. Anytime except dinner time. There you go. Okay. So, uh, Kathy, I'm putting you and our podmaster Garrett on that, uh, getting that date. We got, we've got to do that. It's been, it's been amazing. And, uh, to our listeners, we went a little over, but you can understand why. And we have energy and love for this lady. And, um, you know, we promise to respect your inbox and be respectful of your time and space. But when we bring you, um, people that we believe have great insight that can help you in your, uh, marriage with your, um, day wife and your true lives we we want to do that so we thank you for being with us Kathy anything before we close I just want to thank you so much Deborah for sharing all of your insight and wisdom with us um, I know there's some great takeaways that our listeners have mm -hmm. today so we can't wait to get back with you absolutely cool. absolutely great well we thank you all and we look forward to seeing you on the road bye Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road. Music.